Section 7 of The Awful German Language by Mark Twain. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Kirsten Weber. Section 7. There are people in the world who will take a great deal of trouble to point out the faults in a religion or a language, and then go blandly about their business without suggesting any remedy. I am not that kind of person. I have shown that the German language needs reforming. Very well, I am ready to reform it. At least I am ready to make the proper suggestions. Such a course as this might be immodest in another, but I have devoted upward of nine full weeks, first and last, to a careful and critical study of this tongue, and thus have acquired a confidence in my ability to reform it which no mere superficial culture could have conferred upon me. In the first place, I would leave out the dative case. It confuses the plurals, and besides, nobody ever knows when he is in the dative case, except he discover it by accident, and then he does not know when or where it was that he got into it, or how long he has been in it, or how he is ever going to get out of it again. The dative case is but an ornamental folly. It is better to discard it. In the next place, I would move the verb further up to the front. You may load up with ever so good a verb, but I notice that you never really bring down a subject with it at the present German range. You only cripple it. So I insist that this important part of speech should be brought forward to a position where it may be easily seen with the naked eye. Thirdly, I would import some strong words from the English tongue to swear with, and also to use in describing all sorts of vigorous things in a vigorous way. Footnote 4. Verdammt and its variations and enlargements are words which have plenty of meaning, but the sounds are so mild and ineffectual that German ladies can use them without sin. German ladies, who could not be induced to commit a sin by any persuasion or compulsion, promptly rip out one of these harmless little words when they tear their dresses or don't like the soup. It sounds about as wicked as our my gracious. German ladies are constantly saying, Ach Gott, mein Gott, Gott in Himmel, Herr Gott, der Herr Jesus, etc. They think our ladies have the same custom, perhaps, for I once heard a gentle and lovely old German lady say to a sweet young American girl, The two languages are so alike. How pleasant that is. We say, Ach Gott, you say, God damn. End of footnote four. Fourthly, I would reorganize the sexes and distribute them according to the will of the Creator. This as a tribute of respect, if nothing else. Fifthly, I would do away with those great long compounded words or require the speaker to deliver them in sections with intermissions for refreshments. To wholly do away with them would be best, 
for ideas are more easily received and digested when they come out one at a time than when they come in bulk. Intellectual food is like any other. It is pleasanter and more beneficial to take it with a spoon than with a shovel. Sixthly, I would require a speaker to stop when he is done, and not hang a string of those useless haben sind gewesen gehabt haben geworden seins to the end of his oration. This sort of gigaws undignifies a speech instead of adding a grace. They are, therefore, an offense, and should be discarded. Seventhly, I would discard the parenthesis. Also, the re-parenthesis, the re-re-parenthesis, and the re-re-re-re-re-re-re-parenthesis, and likewise the final wide-reaching all-enclosing king parenthesis. I would require every individual, be he high or low, to unfold a plain, straightforward tale, or else coil it and sit on it and hold his peace. Infractions of this law should be punishable with death. And eighthly, and last, I would retain Zuck and Schlag with their pendants, and discard the rest of the vocabulary. This would simplify the language. I have now named what I regard as the most necessary and important changes. These are perhaps all I could be expected to name for nothing, but there are other suggestions which I can and will make in case my proposed application shall result in my being formally employed by the government in the work of reforming the language. My philological studies have satisfied me that a gifted person ought to learn English, barring spelling and pronouncing, in thirty hours, French in thirty days, and German in thirty years. It seems manifest, then, that the latter tongue ought to be trimmed down and repaired. If it is to remain as it is, it ought to be gently and reverently set aside among the dead languages, for only the dead have time to learn it. End of section 7